Morgan. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy day after early signing day. We, we have a, a lot of different days popping up, different things to celebrate every year. <laughs> and early signing day is a new one for us. Obviously not brand new. It's been the last couple years. But you wonder if it's going to last too much longer with all the coaching changes and stuff. I've, I've heard talk about conference commissioners even bringing up that they might uh, might look at it at just the later signing day. We'll see how all this stuff changes with the transfer portal and all that. But in any case, happy Thursday to you. I'm Jake Bachman in for Jake Sorensen. Steve Sipple here as always. And signing day had a bit of a surprise, probably the biggest surprise uh, in years. People who have covered recruiting um, for 20-plus years have said it was the biggest surprise of their career. Yesterday, Travis Hunter, five-star defensive back, mm-hmm. who was uh, committed to Florida State for a while, he went to the table... Had a bunch of hats, threw some left and right. Didn't choose, didn't choose. Ultimately, ripped off his shirt and decided to go to Jackson State, yes. an FCS program, of course, led by Deion Sanders. So uh, that that's certainly interesting. But what makes it more interesting is the rumors around it. Is that Barstool Sports, who mm-hmm. has Deion Sanders as a broadcasting talent, he does some podcasts there with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a rumor out there that he, that this. This guy, this five-star talent, Hunter, might get more than a million dollars as part of the deal uh, with Barstool Sports. Now, what they have to do, because uh, there's a lot of different laws to get around this in, in Mississippi, they have to make it look as though he's not getting the money based on the school that he chose. Right. But it's kind of clear and evident that's the case. So I, I don't think, though, that, you know, it doesn't look like from what I've read that anything is going to really come of this as far as, um, you know, in the in the court or anything. It'd be difficult to prove any of that stuff. But it, it, it opens up the wild, wild west of recruiting. It's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Travis Hunter. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Flip from Florida State. And I guess now, now, I mean, the reason he cites is is really – I mean, it's it's beautiful that that he w- would like to go to a historically black college, um, and and help that, and maybe others would follow suit, um, you know, and maybe there's actually um, a pretty big dollar total attached to it. <laughs> yeah, I think the dollar total uh, might be there. Yeah, I just I, what, the NIL. What confuses some people is NIL doesn't mean you can give cash to players. No, not the university. No, um, the. But it's, but it, I mean, that's sort of what's happening. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting that it's happening in this case. But yeah, it's it's not. It's about as crazy as we thought it would be nil. Um, and it is. It is a. I mean, if you think about Missouri and what they're able to do, you wonder about that. I mean, they must have a very impressive nil package. Yeah, but you don't uh, have to hide it anymore. I mean, Texas. No, you don't announced, hide it. announced the other day they have a $10 million yeah. fund. All yeah. the offensive linemen are making like $50,000 a year. Yeah, and I think in the SEC, it's probably you're in the $5 million range on every school. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. It's, it's so it's crazy to see. We'd like to welcome in our, our, our recruiting expert yeah, himself. Schaefer thinks about this. yeah. Schaefer from twenty four seven Sports, of course, and Happer and Schaefer, which is coming up next. Uh, Schaefer, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, not too bad. We're just trying to dive into this Travis Hunter discussion, where it looks like, um, you know, it, I mean, it's just a, it's a glorious win, like you said, for FCS. It's a glorious win for FCS. historically black colleges. Yes. Um, but it does it, it opens up a lot of interest, especially especially around the Bartool sports rumor of uh, maybe persuading a player with a big bag, which has it, happened throughout history. <laughs> and uh, it's just very public now that it's happening under NIL. And, uh, and, and so, I mean, what's it, what's going to, it's just, it kind of opens up the, how, how are, are the power programs that with the most money going to be able to do this or can teams with certain connections, um, rise up in the recruiting rankings this way. Uh, if if you could do it at the FCS FCS level, yeah. um, perhaps some of these lower level Power Five schools could do it too. Yeah, I uh, I think it was Jimbo Fisher yesterday who, during an interview, was laughing and basically saying that this has been going on forever. Right, it's just yeah. visible now. Yeah. So I mean, if you have a guy who won a national title and is coached at Florida State, and now at Texas A and M, two major programs outwardly acknowledging that this is really nothing new. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's more visible to the public eye. I don't know why the hysteria goes to where it does, other than now you can visibly see it. Hmm. Um, I, does I, Nebraska, so are we suggesting that Nebraska has done this? I don't know that Nebraska has done it specifically. Right. I mean, Jimbo Fisher is suggesting that he has done it. Right. It has happened right. to players that he has recruited. Right. Um, I think that you are not naive, nor am I naive, nor is Bach naive. It's entirely possible that there have been players at Nebraska who have achieved secondary income for being at Nebraska. Absolutely. I don't I don't know that Absolutely. You know. I, I'm not gonna I don't know who they would are. Be a, I don't really care. You'd be li- yeah, you'd be oh, living right. in a strange world right. if you didn't acknowledge that. <laughs> um, this is just very in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh what what interests me but and this- not the NIL thing, but the other aspect of it is the number one player in the country, a top cornerback, which I think that needs to be mentioned as well. Like if you're talking about a linebacker, is he as interested to go play for Deion Sanders as probably not as the number one cornerback Corner, in the country? Not. They had a guy in the 2021 recruiting class, Dejon Warren, who we had on the recruiting hour. He's the number one junior college cornerback in the country. He's the number two junior college cornerback mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. You can pick a school in the country. He had an offer to go there. Mm-hmm. He also chose Jackson State. Mm-hmm. He's a cornerback. Okay. I think Deion Sanders yeah. plays a large role in that. Yeah. Now, if you go look up what Dejon Warren did for the 10-1 and Jackson State team, <laughs> I would get a little leery if my goal was Deion Sanders is going to make me an immediate starter and I'm just going to go dominate against FCS competition because it didn't happen that way for Deshaun Warren. Mm-hmm. He played. I don't think he started. He didn't have an interception. Interesting. Looks like he had one pass breakup. Interesting. So I, I, I find myself kind of really curious, like, what is going to happen with Travis Hunter uh, in terms of, like, how he plays. Mm-hmm. What happens for Jackson State? Their situation is fascinating because mm-hmm. they don't even get into the FCS playoffs mm-hmm. because the way their conference is set up, their conference championship happens the first weekend of the FCS playoffs. So it's like mm-hmm. they don't even end up qualifying mm-hmm. for this whole title. 
there's a lot that happens. That's a mess. Yeah, at the FCS <laughs> level. That, and a lot of it is because the teams in that conference historically have not been good enough to qualify for the playoffs. So it's like they don't generally even think about that as sort of their end game. Mm-hmm. It's to get into the Celebration Bowl, which matches the SWAC with another conference. Okay. And so that's kind of where I think Jackson State won their conference championship. So I think that's their next game. But uh, so there's there. I have like interest level across this whole thing. Um, it, it was very, very public, very notable yesterday. It held a lot of people's attention. The way the kid did his uh, his hat choice of yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing every hat off the table and then the shirt underneath. And then I thought, which was maybe the most underrated part of all of it, is someone from the audience chucks a Jackson State hat at him. He made a really nice snag. Did he? It would have looked a <laughs> lot worse had he not caught that hat. <laughs> so then that tells me he has pretty good hands. So, yeah, this is the I, – I didn't – I guess it makes sense that... I mean, I, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, one thing makes sense. Well, it, I, <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, it makes sense to me that no five-star kid has ever gone to an FCS team till now. Yeah. Um, so that it is that is definitely historical. Um, yeah, it's an interesting story. I didn't. Florida know. State fans, by the way, weren't happy. I saw Burn Deion Sanders. Yeah, I mean, so it happens with every there's fan a lot base of everything happens in but, that regard. Yeah, so. well, they're struggling program. Under yeah, Mike Norvell. They really needed a uh, they needed a big time. Gift. Well, there's a lot of people that wanted Mike Norvell out and uh-huh. Deion Sanders in. Yeah. Oof. So, Oof. Um, I am not. I. I I am still really leery of what the Deion Sanders endgame is for all of it. Like, if if we're talking NIL, okay, whatever. I have a lot more apprehension about what it is that Deion Sanders is attempting to do as a, like, part-time head coach at this school. (laughs) And, like, what he's trying to achieve out of it outside of just, like, getting TV shows and building his own media brand. Yeah. That feels a lot more gross to me than a kid getting paid money to go play for a yeah. school. It's yeah. very if we strange. really want to have a conversation, it's what Deion Sanders is doing hmm. and the extra income he's making versus what Travis Hunter is. Do you think yeah. that he is? But is, no one's interested in that. <laughs> do you think of, he's, now that you mention it, I am. But do you yeah. think he's building I, up his, his resume to get to a Florida State thing eventually? Or do you I think mean, someone's going to hire him, right? Yeah. What is like, his yeah. end game? What is his end game? I would think it'd be to get a... a I mean, he's well, prime time, so part of it's to make money. Yeah. <laughs> the other yeah. part that's, of it... That's the thing. Yeah. Like, okay, if you're Florida State and you decide you're going to move on from Mike Norvell, you're going to hire a guy to go be your head coach in Deion Sanders because he's a former player of yours huge name is he really like is he ready to commit 800 hours a week conservatively to being a head coach i don't know that that like maybe he's like the like the bobby bowden figurehead type well you, you know? gotta be you, bobby bowden still had to be a pretty good coach to yes. get to be the figurehead exactly but that's, but that's what good point the whole like well point. he can just be point. the ceo that right. walks you know what you got to do before you're the CEO? Yeah. Everyone uh, else's damn job. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you got to be pretty good. Yeah, may, yeah, I agree. Maybe he thinks he can skip all that. Well, but how, I, I think he does, yeah. Well, but how do you garner the respect of the people that are working for you? I don't think he has. Right. Well, maybe at Jackson State. And, yeah. like, they're winning games. But, again, like, I would love to see North Dakota State versus Jackson State because I think the disparity of – Technique, coaching, like I think you would see it all on display there. 
And I like I'll leave it at that. Like this is really it's, fascinating. It's good shape. for Jackson State. They don't actually make the college football playoff for the FCS. Mm. We'll put it that way. Okay. I am interested <laughs> though no, that's from, from getting exposed. But that's in the fair. future, the, the the idea and then why why people are, are starting to think crazy about the recruiting world is. You know, he's got Dion has that connection to Barstool Sports mm-hmm. and that it, it's kind of cool and, and can get a five star recruit and all that at Jackson State. What if he does get Florida State? Does that I mean, is Barstool Sports or whatever kind of big brand name you can get like really aligned with the university if it's Florida State? I think um, so. How much, you know, how much I mean, power could, could that get? Like Barstool Sports also has Barstool athletes throughout the country. They do. They're, right. They're just invested in building their own brand. Yeah. I mean. Dion and this is a portion of it because people will sit here and talk about it for a couple weeks. You know what we're not going to be talking about week one? Whatever Jackson State is doing with Travis Hunter. Probably not. The the thing with Travis Hunter that that I am really curious, too, is is he going to stay there for four years? I kind of doubt it. If he has a nice year in year one, he's probably going to be in the transfer portal, and then we're going to be going through all of this again. And as we saw with Quinn Ewers, you can throw money at somebody, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting an investment off of it right it, it guarantees a player nothing it, well it guarantees a player nothing it guarantees the people giving the bag of money nothing mm-hmm. either so that's the thing now that's the thing and i'm not hysterical about it there's confusion about nil and i can't explain it and this is the confusion nil is not giving someone a bag of money that's not what nil is right essentially it it's not it can function that way but Really, what it is, it's a little more complex than right. That. Usually, it has to do with someone representing a brand, yeah, or you know, if, and that, if Travis Hunter every week basically is tweeting about a casino in Mississippi that has a sports book that's run by Barstool and Penn Sports, like that's NIL, like, yeah. He's like, Come join me at you know, it's money washing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? it, it, I mean, that's what yeah, we're talking no, I, about. I agree, right? You're basically laundering money through NIL, is through, that through advertising, <laughs> right? And marketing. <laughs> well, is that, I mean, and that's what we're talking about in the in, in a way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's not quite because the money doesn't come back to you, so it's not really laundering in the sense that you think of it with Marty and Wendy Bird. <laughs> Um, that's my frame of reference. Uh. Yeah, but it's it's certainly a different style of marketing and advertising yeah. than if you know, yeah, your mom and pop's business. So, so I, there we go. Oh, let's let's talk about Nebraska. Um, I did. I want to get to this real quick okay. before we, before we get into the running the show. I'm, yeah, not I'm running, running the show. I'm not running the show. <laughs> go ahead, Box. Cut you off at the knees. He did. Uh, well, there was just it's just blatantly fascinating what I what I saw the other day is. Um, is a tweet um, from Blake Lawrence, of course, who who runs Open Doors, is and, he, and he's kind of proven it. at Creighton you can do it right now. As far as the NIL money goes, you can go to Creighton's basketball team. I don't know. I know it's a basketball team. I don't know how, how much else, but you can basically go to their thing where it you know gives it their bio, their their weight, their stats, all that stuff, and you can click on an Open Doors link, uh, and in two clicks you can give the player money. You basically pitch. Um, an idea, say, hey, tell my friend happy birthday. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to be, it, it can That's be a good that, deal. Well, yeah, and, and whatever you can do. But it, it like literally, if you want to give a Creighton player money, you can do it in 30 seconds mm-hmm. right now. And Open Doors, I think, is going to um, lead that probably. I, I would assume Creighton is in the front of that. I assume a lot of schools are going to be following. Um, but I mean, that's that's the type of NIL money that I find fascinating is that 
like you we could just do it anybody could do it with two clicks yeah well that's good there's nothing wrong with that and, and if you're an enterprising student athlete i'd jump all over it oh yeah i mean i'm trying to pay for my cheerios um i i remember when i was a kid in school and i didn't have any money this would have been great you know i mean if you're a student athlete and you're lacking money well here's a way to get it there's nothing wrong with that i mean that's that's the rules they're abiding by the rules those are the new rules you can do it but do i mean it. that that is a changing world and it's it's just fascinating yeah. to see it's not a bad one though yeah yeah, no, it's more powerful. The only to the, kids. the only issues that people have right now are they just don't understand it. Now, do they have to understand it? I don't know. Some people want to, some don't care. I don't know. Well, I guess, and this is like more of an inside baseball thing. I find myself mostly interested if we can get a couple years down the road. Do fans really care that much about the NIL money? I don't. It doesn't seem like because it once the season starts, it's not a conversation. Here's, I think they care more about it this time of year, right? Because there's nothing else to talk about. Well, that, but also because kids are like the Travis Hunter story, mm-hmm. and, ki- and and kids and people more often. I mean, more often, I'm getting the question: Okay, how is this working? Yeah. How is this? How is this school getting kids? And the answer is usually: Well, what kind of NIL package do they have? Or Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina. Jake Jake handled that really well the other day. I was like, man, I wonder what he sees in South Carolina. And Jake Sorensen's immediate response was, well, what's the offer? Yeah. You know, what 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 was on the table? That's you're getting right to the heart of it. I mean, what if you're Miles Brennan, Nebraska's gotta come to and, and he's interested in Nebraska. If he's smart, and when I'm sure he is, and his family his, I, I mean, I've talked to his dad, they would say, well, what is your package? What can you offer us, NIL-wise? That's why it becomes more relevant this time of year. Sure. Um, you're right, though, Shafin. You called it during August. Once the season starts, I've never even thought about NIL. Yeah, it, it, now the season ends, you start thinking about it a little bit more. And what I what I guess I'm – I mean, what I guess I, I wonder is will there just be this insatiable appetite for stories on this stuff? Only when a kid I think goes people want to react to it, but they don't really want to delve into it. It's hard to delve into. Oh yeah, and it's, it's a world that's hard to you know, explain. Yeah, like I'm in a perfect intersection of covering recruiting, college sports, and now NIL. I have really no interest in it. I've never right. really talked to recruits about it because, like, a, Business a them, Weekly could do a story on it that would yeah. probably be pretty interesting. A, right? a lot of at least high school recruits, and it's a little bit different. They'll mention that it's like part of the conversation that they have, but they're also fairly quick to mention that it's part of every conversation with every school. Mm-hmm. So it's more, you know, it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. I think the rationale has taken hold that it's an option wherever you go. Mm-hmm. You're sort of in control of how that's going to happen. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. And so if that's kind of the mindset, it's less of an issue for high school kids. Now, the transfer portal is very different because you're essentially <laughs> buying a player. I mean, that's that's kind of what it comes down to. Not always. Not in every situation. No, not always. Not, but in Low your, profile guys? No, no. In your your top 15, 20 guys? Yes. I mean, these quarterbacks, especially a good position What's the package? Need. Yeah. What's the NIL package? It's fascinating. We'll dive more into that in the Husker commit, uh, committing class uh, specifically with, well, we have Mike Schaefer in here. Uh, he is Sip. I am Jake Bachman in for Jake Sorensen. We'll also get to the Urban Meyer stuff. If you're just waking up, he was fired overnight. So we'll get into that next year on Early Break with Sip and Jake on 93.7 The Ticket. 
As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavis and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Lenticum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts.